0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: And welcome back. Good Monday morning. I'm Dick Dickerson. Welcome to WSHIT shit all over your morning. It's what is that Linda? Five fifteen in the morning on the OWSHIT clock. God damn it's early. Been doing this way too long. No wonder I'm on divorce number three, and my children no longer speak to me. I tell you what, let's bring it back down to the studio where Derek, Dick, Don, Dave, and our token woman Linda are ready to bring you obnoxious news, entirely too smiley and way too loud. I'm hungover. Don't fuck with me this morning. Back down to you guys. Yeah,
0: you know, that will be fine. All right, could be worse. Yep. Yeah. Like Has been worse. Well, because you guys are dragging me down. You guys keep, well every time I get done with the seven day, you guys are like, oh, gosh, oh, every time. Doesn't matter what time I come on. 4.30, 5.30, 6.30, and then you expect me to be chipper for five straight hours. It's miserable. I want you guys to say, wow, that's great news. It's gonna be 60 on Friday. Well, I mean, what do you want me to do? Lie to you? I'll put 70 every day next time. God. Thank you for your commitment. Man. Thank you. um, Mr. Davis appreciates it. He knows when to bundle up. Yep. Here's some wind. Here's some temperature. 20s. Feels like 19 or feels like 70. I don't know. 47. Partly cloudy. Southwest breeze 10 to 15. Here's a 60. I don't know if that's good enough for you guys. Get excited. Maybe I'll disappoint you with the seven day here in a few minutes.
1: Ooh. Dick, Dick, you're on Dick. All right, and now you're coming back to me, I guess. Always Dick Dickerson, Dick Dickerson, saving everybody's ass over at WSHIT. Fuck. I mean, Christ, the guy can't even do a weather Dave Weatherman, look at me. Look at these eyes. You see these wrinkles? There's one wrinkle for every divorce I've had. This is your future crystal ball. Consider it. Throw a pair. We'll be back after this commercial break.
2: On this episode of the commercial break.
1: Chrissy and I once got a piece of advice from an advertising executive telling us that we should try and keep our episodes evergreen. For those of you that are not familiar with the term, evergreen means you can listen to it years down the road and it'll still be relevant and funny. For us, that means irrelevant and mediocre. Like the time Chrissy and I recorded an episode about my experience at a Braves postseason baseball game. And by the time I got around to almost running it, the Braves had already won the World Series, done the homecoming parade, and it was Thanksgiving. (laughs) So this episode includes a mishmash of some missed time episodes, including Chrissy and I reviewing a documentary video I found about three teenage girls who follow around an 80-year-old man doing exorcisms rock star style. It's like a Lady Gaga concert for Looney Tunes. It's so absurd, we couldn't help ourselves. You're going to love it. So here, enjoy one of the last TCB The Lost Tape episodes in Exercise and Exorcism, and we'll see you next Tuesday, January 18th, for brand new episodes from our brand new studio.
2: The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now.
1: Uh, (laughs) Ah, yeah. like a saxophone in I know, the background
3: it's a nice touch is that a flute <laughs> <laughs> like
1: is that will a, a feral yeah i don't know <laughs> it sounds like someone playing like a like a little toy sax- <laughs> i just love it so much <laughs> Uh, so welcome back to the commercial break. I am Brian Green. This is Kristen Holy, and Happy, happy holidays. holidays. Best to you,
3: Kristen. Best to you, Brian. And best to you out there
1: in the podcast universe. Excuse me, well, I got lost in my own intro song there for a second. <laughs> it's a I was good one. So excited about it.
3: <laughs> we danced. It is a good it. one.
1: We found a good one.
3: Yes, I, we danced I, it. Every, you know, every time.
1: I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to start giving credit for the songs, like on the show liners and stuff like that. I'm going to start giving credit for the songs that we use inside and in the intros and the outros because we change the outro. The intro has always been the same and I actually found this song because I was doing like our very first bit what we call bit it's a little stupid shit that you hear at the beginning of it <laughs> that takes me forever to do every time my wife hates um it, but I was doing the very first bit and I was like oh I gotta find a song to go along with this and I found this song and it was quirky and it was weird and it had like kind of a nice rhythm to it
3: yeah, it's kind of Saturday Night Live-ish.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. And then I know the outro songs are definitely Saturday. It's like it's like the exit song to Saturday Night Live. So <laughs> when I found it, I was like, oh, well, maybe this is just good to start the show with. Like, let's try that. I never intended to use it the entire time. I just wanted to use it for the first episode. But then the second episode, I was like, that's such a good song. We should just use it again. It
3: is. I never get tired of and it. Now it's a
1: household. It's just a mainstay <laughs> of our house. Our, my kids run around singing it. The next episode they say it all the time. When they see the logo, they're like, you know, commercial break, commercial break. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's daddy's work. that makes you no money. Your inheritance is all wrapped up in that studio there. You better hope daddy figures this one out. Oh, my God. Well, I got to tell you, I, I just love October baseball, Chrissy. I love I know, October it's baseball. it's so
3: fun. I
1: am not a sports guy. I don't know which basket you put the hole in, and I'm not sure which football you put the touchdown in. But I love... I love me some spring golf, and I love me some October baseball. Mm -hmm. That's all I got to say. I like March Madness and stuff like that. Anywhere where the stakes are high, I think that's when I kind of enjoy what's going on. Yeah. But I will tell you what, October baseball in Atlanta right now is super exciting. For those of you that don't know and don't care, the Braves are in the World Series. When this comes out, the Braves will actually already be a couple games into the World Series. Mm -hmm. But my brother came to me last week, and he said, hey, I know you like baseball, and uh, I, un- I know you don't know anything about sports, but would you like to go to the, <laughs> would you like to go to the Atlanta Braves National League Championship yeah. Series? Would you like to go? this is, for those of you that don't know about baseball, it's a playoff system and If you win the National League or the American League series, then you go to the World Series. That's how they choose the two teams to go to the World Series. It's the best of seven games. Mm -hmm. The Braves are up 3-2. to They came back to Atlanta to play the final two games. So all that Atlanta had to do was win one of those two games. I went to the first one Saturday, last Saturday night. They did it. Chrissy, I have never been to any live event ever. And I have been to like parties in the woods that... (laughs)
3: It didn't compare to a party Basically, in the woods. Yeah, it
1: would take the hair off your chest just standing there. Just being there would take the hair off your chest. I mean, it's like, it would really knock your dick in the dirt. Uh, do you remember that episode of Monster Hunter? he's like, I got my dick caught up uh, in the fence. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and knocked my dick in the fence. <laughs> it's like, what? Why was your dick in the fence? I, I thought you were searching for Bigfoot. <laughs> searching that's for Bigfoot, crazy, you found little yeah, dick. Just, Look at that. Uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> I went there, Chrissy, and it was 44,000 insane human beings. Atlanta has won a lot of baseball in our storied career, storied history of the Atlanta Braves, and especially since the early 90s when they went from worst to first one year. Just no one knew that they were going to be good. They just went from worst to first. They won the World Series. They literally went from the worst team in baseball to the World Series champs. And ever since then... It's kind of expected that you're going to play October baseball in Atlanta, and most years you do. Mm -hmm. But you don't get very far because the team's good, but they're not that good. Right. And this year, it's the same situation as when it all first started. Everyone expected that these guys were just going to suck because the roster, the injuries, everything, everyone just was kind of like, well, in the first half of the season, we did a lot of losing, not a lot of winning. Mm -hmm. Had no pitching. People were just not playing well. And then all of a sudden, they start at the second half, in the second half of the season, they started playing well. That's right. I get the opportunity to go to this. That's
3: amazing. I'm so jealous you were there. Oh, my God. It had to have been so electric. It
1: reminded me of like, you know, the movie Airplane and like those similar movies. (laughs) I thought people were just going to start throwing each other from the top of the balcony (laughs) off. (laughs) People were just going to start jumping off and down onto the field. It was insane. Yeah. First of all, i would never seen Battery Park, which is the new stadium. i never seen it so crowded in my entire life. Not only was there 44.5 thousand people in the stadium going shit house crazy, they uh, they also set up 10,000 chairs outside. Nice. So that the people who didn't get a chance to actually get tickets had an opportunity to be in the general vicinity, which is right outside the stadium in this like little, you know, kind of restaurant bar area.
3: Yeah, I was going to say there's a lot of places to party.
1: A lot of places I'm to my... party and they were all completely full. We got there an hour before the game and we stood in line for almost 40 minutes for one beer and before the oh, game. Oh wow. But when the game started, <laughs> there was not an empty seat, not one minute of that entire game. Every single pitch, people were in the stands and every single pitch, it is. it felt like everybody was on their feet yelling and screaming, right? And I, I just have never been a part of any kind of live activity that that was the case. I mean, usually, they're, especially in baseball, it's like, you know, from inning number two to inning number seven, right.
3: you fall People, asleep, yeah. basically.
1: Yeah, you, <laughs> you know, you check your phone, you, you know, shoot the shit with the guy next to you, you go to the bathroom a lot, you know, if you a smoker, you go smoke cigarettes, you know, it's just like you don't have to watch a whole baseball game. You just, you know, you'll, yeah. if something happens, you'll hear it. <laughs> and right. then you'll be like, oh, I guess we hit a home run, yeah. right? And you watch it on the TV outside, the, was, you know, where the, say, yeah. the concession stand is. But in this case, no, we were all in our seats the entirety of the time that, that, that this baseball game happened. That was so fun. And because it's on live uh National, like it's a national broadcast. Mm-hmm. They don't have any of the funny shits that happen in between. They don't have the little races with the hammer right. and the you know the sword <laughs> or whatever. You know the letters aren't running around. The, you uh-huh. know Atlanta Braves mascot isn't out there tackling people and making fun of shit. <laughs> None of that is happening. It's just straight baseball. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's baseball. The stakes were high. They put a clock on the back. That clock was the I, I'm assuming the TV clock, right? So the so the yumps knew when to go, you know, start and stop and all that other stuff. When We hit a home run in, I think, in the fourth inning, uh, a a three-run home run. The stadium went so crazy that you could feel the stadium shaking Shaking. underneath your feet. It was actually bouncing. (laughs) And while I'm on the subject, let me tell you this. House of Pain... Who has that song? Jump! Yes. You know the song. Yeah, you know. of course. Jump, everybody jump, jump, jump! jump, jump. jump everybody, yeah. word to your moms. I came to jump, uh, moms. <laughs> I got more rhymes on the Bible's got psalms. Yeah. And just like the biblical son, not returned. <laughs> you know the whole song, right? Oh yeah. Jump, jump, jump! And this, yes. those guys must be making a holy nutsack worth of cash on for sporting every, events. For sporting events. Yes. Because it has become the go-to song to get yeah. the crowd hyped up and everybody knows it, right? Mm-hmm. They try other songs. They played a Backstreet Boys <laughs> song and half the crowd was like, what the fuck is going You know, I mean they try other songs and then mm-hmm. they had like, you know, school's out forever. I'm not even sure how that's a song you would <laughs> What does that even mean? Like school's out forever. No, it's not. It's back in forever. Like it's, not, it's October. What are you doing? I thought, you know, the guy, the music guy was a little off. I'm got to say my only complaint. But when they played that House of Pain and they played it two, maybe three times during the during the game, when they played that song, everybody was jumping the stadium again. It was literally bouncing and yeah. people were just going bananas. <laughs> and I thought to myself, House of Pain had one single hit ever. Yes. There was never another song that it, I mean, I had their album, so I knew some of their other music, but that was the only album that I bought and I think they were kind of short-lived. But that song will live forever. It will. It is like the, I don't know, uh, we will rock you yeah, of, the, of the 90s <laughs> and it's more popular than it ever was. Yeah. So I get home after the game uh, or the next day and I was rec- doing the editing on the episode and as I was waiting for one of our videos to render, I just decided to Google House of Pains so I could watch the old video. But what came up was not the video, but what came up was hundreds and hundreds of videos of that song being being played played. in stadiums where people (laughs) go fucking bananas. It was like an Ohio State game when the whole, I mean, it was just like the whole crowd was bouncing up and down in unison. It was insane. I just loved it. I thought, look at those little Irish guys making that song that everybody loves. (laughs) So that's what I took away from the baseball game. But anyway, (laughs) games, game, We had excellent seats, thanks to my twin brother, Kevin. We had excellent seats. And when the game, when the final out came, this is why I like baseball. I'll tell you why I like baseball, Chrissy. Explain why I like baseball. Do tell. If you go to a football game and it's 35 to zero Mm -hmm. with seven minutes left, it's pretty much assured that whoever's up by 35 is going to win this game. And so you can go home at that point, head to the bar. You know, maybe you wait to the end. Maybe you don't. Who knows? Who knows? If you go to a basketball game, similarly, if it's, you know, 92 to 84 and there's three minutes left, it's unlikely. It, it's Has it happened? Sure. Is it unlikely to happen here? No. Right? Yes. Almost every, if you go to a soccer game, it's 4-0. And with one quarter left, you're pretty assured that nothing's going to happen. If you go to a baseball game, all possibilities are there until the final out. That's true. All possibilities. Very true. Everything's on the table. Mm-hmm. And we've seen it before here in Atlanta. We've seen it where, you know, we're up by 11 and then we lose the game in the final yep. inning. Or we're down by 17. You know, like crazy shit happens in baseball because of the very, like, I, I don't know, the very structured nature of what goes on. You have mm-hmm. to get that last out. It's mm-hmm. not a time thing. It's You have to get that last out. And it doesn't matter how long it takes. Yeah. And so... It's always exciting in October because anything can happen at any moment and often does till the very last pitch. This is true. And so that very last pitch, that very last out, I'm telling you what, (laughs) it was like just absolute pandemonium pandemonium (laughs) saw people just having sex with strangers in the Mm -hmm. in the it was like that's what it'll do coronavirus be damned we're all (laughs) hugging each other and you know kissing on the lips and it was just like it was wonderful It was a wonderful time to be alive chrissy (laughs) that's all i gotta say and though there were no i didn't see a lot of dodgers fans there understandably it's it's a long way it's a long flight to go watch Mm -hmm. a game but there were a couple in our section, and what I love about Atlanta, and I will always love about Atlanta, is it's just a different city. Like you go to LA, or and I don't want to talk shit about LA because I love it, but you go to LA, or you go to Oakland, or you go to Chicago, even or you know Boston, and you're from the opposing team, and it's it, there's a chance that you could get your ass kicked. Right? Yes, <laughs> there's a chance you get the shit beat out of you, right?
3: But in Atlanta,
1: when we won the we game, we embrace. We embraced the one Dodger fan that was sitting in the thing. (laughs) We all went and patted him on the back and told him, you know what? Fuck you, Dodgers, but you'll be back next year, man. You'll get another chance, you know? I think he was appreciative of the fact that he wasn't going to get his ass kicked. He was sitting like this. He was like sitting hunched over (laughs) and down as everyone was screaming. I looked over at him, and I was like, oh, poor guy. I know that feeling. I'm a Cubs fan, too, so I know the feeling of defeat, right? But everyone patted him on the back and, you know, just went along the way. So it's October baseball. You know what else is on October? Halloween. Woo. Halloween right around the corner. Spooky. What do you got? Spooky. Spooky. Do you like Halloween? I do. Yeah. What do you, I hey, love what, Halloween. What do, you, what, do you, what do you like about Halloween? Oh,
3: I just like um, the candy and the dressing up. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I like the drugs. Two do fun things.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I hear you. I yeah. don't like dressing up. It's not my thing. Okay. I never have been. I mean, you know I me like for a long time. I like fun glasses. When was the last time you saw me dressed up? Let's think about any time you've seen me dressed up. Well, that's true. You've never seen me dressed up. Unless
3: I force you to put on my fun glasses. <laughs> yes. Okay. And on occasion,
1: I've put on some fun stuff. But there are yeah. people, I think there are two kinds of people in this world. People who like to dress up mm-hmm. and people who hate to dress up. Mm-hmm. I just think that's the way that the world is divided. And I happen to be in the camp that people, I hate dressing up. I think it's just like, I don't know. It's, it makes me feel so uncomfortable. I don't like it. It's hard for me to, even it's though. It's a
3: chance I'm, to be somebody else.
1: I know I can get in character here on this show in two point si- 2. two seconds and be an idiot. And sometimes I wear wigs on the show and stuff like that. But the truth is, is that it's just not my thing not to go anything. out in public. No, yeah. and you know I do like the parties though. The parties are okay. The parties are always fun. Yeah, but I'm always that asshole who's never dressed up. So
3: <laughs> that's your costume yeah. is
1: not dressing up. One of my friends used to say Halloween is the easiest night of the year to get laid. But when you're the guy <laughs> only guy who doesn't dress up at the party, you're definitely not getting laid. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That out there, no girl wants to be with that guy. Uh, you don't even get talked to. yeah, I know. I always, I always feel like the shithead when I walk into Halloween parties, not dressed up too. Because I'm like, I'm like, ah, fuck, dress up. There'll be other people that aren't dressed up, and you walk in, and there's nobody, nobody that's not dressed up except for you. And then you quickly try and make some shit up. Right, I'm a business, bring a marker, yeah. marker, mark on your shirt. That's right. Just make some shit up. I'm a businessman. Yeah. You I'm that? a businessman. <laughs> On his day off.
3: <laughs>
1: I'm on my way to Starbucks. Yes. <laughs> I'm a Starbucks customer.
3: <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> so stupid.
3: Are you going to dress up this year, though, with the kids? Yeah, I'm
1: going to dress. Well, we decided, Esther and I decided not to go full dress up. But what we're going to do is we're going to put on some T-shirts that look like you're kind of dressing up because, you right. know, you can go overboard with all that shit. And the truth is, is that we don't really live in a neighborhood where we can do trick or treating necessarily. Uh, yeah. So the only thing that we're doing is we're going to the school where they have like a trunk or treat where you just oh, everybody backs their car up and, you know, you they, the kids walk by and get the candy and stuff oh, like okay. that. Uh, but even when I was a kid, I, did you dress up when you were a kid? Did you like that? Oh yeah. What was your favorite outfit?
3: I was a magician one year and I had this really cool top hat. Cool. Yeah. It was a sparkly glittery top hat Yeah, and had a cape and stuff. I Very cool. It. Yeah.
1: <laughs> my mom put effort into it. I think two Halloweens, she actually put effort into it and made us the costumes. You know, oh. when you like go to like, uh, I don't know, Woolworth or whatever. And was get, the, back fabric and and you get stuff. the fabric and you get the fabric and you cut it up and you'd make the little costume like the cape. And I was Dracula one year. And <laughs> nice. My mom put the makeup on. I still have a picture of that. It looks ridiculous. I don't know what my mom was thinking.
3: <laughs> I was also <laughs> I uh, like a Darth drag Vader. Queen. <laughs> I was Darth Vader one year. Oh, you were? Uh-huh. Oh,
1: cool. Look at you. <laughs> you were a drag queen. <laughs> I was a drag queen the year I was Dracula. <laughs> That's what I look like. I had rouge on <laughs> with eyeliner. I don't know what was going on. My mom thought Dracula had rouge. Oh, so ah, see. Yeah, but then I had like this she bright just... red lipstick and she was like, It's blood. I had these fake fangs. It wouldn't stay in. I was like la, la. <laughs> <laughs> I Welcome to it. the cabaret, kids. <laughs> I'm Dracula. <laughs> I wanna suck your blood. Um uh yeah and my kids though they're so excited like they're into it's a
3: fun thing yeah
1: my son there's like a little costume closet that we have you know and we've just been buying him little you know like little things you can dress up in right you know like the kids like to do and he just loves it he loves to go get dressed up and (laughs) i just that to me is exciting i like watching my kid get dressed up it just was never my thing and i Mm -hmm. think at like i can remember the specific halloween when i decided that dressing up was beyond me yeah Mm -hmm. it was like 12 or 13 years old we were going to go over to a friend's house and go to his neighborhood because he had the better neighborhood to go trick right, or t- treating in. Candy. Yeah, it was a richer neighborhood, so they had the better candy. <laughs> right. So they would, they would, occasionally, you would get like an entire Kit Kat bar, right? right? The full like, size. Oh yeah, the, the Crunch bar, Nestle Crunch. If I got a full size Nestle Crunch bar on Halloween, I consider that a, a good day's work. Oh yeah, right. And there was always one person who was doing that. They literally had boxes and boxes of just like, right, you know, whole candy bars. They were giving yes. away. Not the little shits. They, <laughs> They didn't take advantage <laughs> the of the minis. little kids, giving them the minis. Yeah, here, here's one Milky Way. Milky Way sucks, dude. <laughs> Give me a Nestle Crunch. <laughs> Do you have any Nestle Crunch? <laughs> Sometimes I would ask. Do you have any Crunch? <laughs> Nobody got three musketeers. Ah, I'll pass. Ah, Thanks anyway. Happy Halloween to you. It. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Get better candy, you asshole. <laughs> no one likes three musketeers.
3: That's when you became a Halloween Grinch.
1: I, I was always a Halloween Grinch, but definitely when someone gave me a three musketeer. Maybe you should
3: just go as a grant.
1: I would <laughs> that's your costume. Maybe yet. that's what I should do. Yeah. I would like throw the <laughs> the three musketeers back in the bush. I'd be like, ah fuck that, it's candy. Who likes three musketeers? No one likes Do you like three musketeers? No, not really. No. Or they give you what was the other one? Um Almond Joy? I mean, come on. What, what yeah. kid likes Almond Joy? No one likes coconut in their candy. It's just <laughs> fucking true. gross. Give it up. That's an adult but that's an adult thing. It's for my <laughs> grandma. She's 105. <laughs> no one likes <laughs> Almond Joy. <laughs> Or that's true. One guy one time gave out like a salted peanuts. It's like came out of one of those jars. He was like standing <laughs> like in the Like the planters? Yes, the planters? Container? Yes. Container? yes, my mom had to go, oh, no, we're the, not eating those. Yeah. No. Or are just loose like,
3: peanuts yeah, in your peanuts. bag.
1: He was literally just like pouring them out of the jar and he, <laughs> the kids, I think he was drunk. <laughs> he was drinking beers and he's like, ah, oh, shit, uh, it's Halloween. That's right. uh, the kids will love these. <laughs> Here, you want a malt whiskey? No. Okay, your mom? No. No? (laughs) It's better than candy. You'll figure it out later, kid. You got a couple more years. (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I gotta gotta do it now that the kids are now that the kids are here. I guess I gotta I yeah. gotta jump back into Halloween. Yeah, yep, I thought I'd forgotten about it. Yeah, but that one year I went over to my friend's house. I had bought like one of those super scary masks. Oh yeah, like the thirty dollar masks. Oh wow, that had the light up eyes and you know the whole nine yards, and you could buy it the the Halloween store. And I was super excited about it, and I bought it. My mom got it, allowed me to buy it like two ye- two weeks before Halloween. Uh-huh. Well, by the time it got to Halloween night. <laughs> I had left it in my closet and accidentally left the the flashy lights on Oh no! and the lights didn't work. And I couldn't figure out that, you know, I didn't know if it had a battery, like you couldn't like replace the battery or whatever. I couldn't figure it out. And so I was like, you know what? Fuck Halloween. Like this is (laughs) and plus I would just like put it on and have a T-shirt on. It didn't even look like a monster. I just look like a guy. Dressed up with a bad mask, mask. Yeah. <laughs> that I bought at the Halloween store for Masks are tricky because they can
3: be really hot, too. Oh yeah, those, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's sweaty.
1: Back in the 90s? Yeah. yeah. They, it wasn't, they weren't thinking about comfort back in the 90s. No. Yeah. So, listen, I know Halloween's right around the corner. It's a couple days from now. I'll go, and I'll go with the kids, and I'll have fun, and I'll enjoy yeah. watching my children dressed up. They're n- now, finally, Matthias is old enough to understand Halloween. And Mia is old enough to understand Matthias, right? So <laughs> yes, she anything is. anything he does, she, she wants, wants to do. In on. Yeah, so she has no idea yeah. what's going on but she's really excited. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> she just follows him around. She's like a home I mean she is just I call her Mia, the destroyer of worlds, because anytime Matthias is playing with something, she
3: just comes. And she wants. Like, it. Ah, no, she just destroys it,
1: and then she laughs at him. But then she's so sweet with him too. Like yeah. she'll come up behind him and like hug Aww. him sometimes, and she's just like hugging him. And he's like, Daddy, and like she's trying to hug you. And he's like Mia. If sometimes if Matthias is playing with something, yeah. he knows that she's going to come destroy it. So guess what he'll do. He'll grab the Legos and he'll put them out and then he'll see Mia creeping and he'll (laughs) run to find something something else else. and he'll find like a doll and he'll be like, Mia, (laughs) Mia, and he'll hand it to her. (laughs) He's trying to distract her.
3: Right. The decoy. The decoy toy. That's
1: right. (laughs) Or he'll pull like one Lego out and be like, Mia. (laughs) Good job, buddy. He's figuring Good it out sure Yeah he's uh, He's already learning The ways of the world The That's world, right. The world is mediated It's it's negotiated Chrissy It is You have to Yeah these are the Parenting <laughs> by distraction Is the best way to parent
3: Yeah it is a negotiation
1: So I thought with Halloween Coming up That we That we should do Something Halloween-y Even though I'm not A big Halloween fan I felt like we should Get into some Spooky-gooky Okay uh, Type <laughs> shit <laughs> Hey, how the heck are you? It's Brian Green, co-host of the commercial break. I just came on quickly to let you know that due to the current coronavirus surge and it affecting some of our family members, Chrissy and I are going to start season number three one week later than anticipated on January 18th. That's a Tuesday Mark calendar, kids. But until then, I will continue to bring you fresh content by cutting up canned episodes and sending them on your way. Go to TCBpodcast.com if you want to watch any of the videos or listen to any of the audio right there from our website website, TCBpodcast.com. Please do send along a text message or a voicemail with all your well wishes to six, six, one best. The number two, yo that's six, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, two, nine, six. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the commercial break. And for content you will not get on the audio version, go to youtube.com slash the commercial break, subscribe and like any of the videos that you like. That's the way it works. Until next time we talk, please listen to our sponsors and use their specialized URLs and codes if you're so inclined. And we will talk to you freshly in just a couple of weeks. Uh, And what I decided or what I found was, and I had seen this a couple of years ago. And now that I actually have a podcast, I can talk about it on. And I'm not just talking to my wife, not just talking my wife's ear off about nothing in particular. (laughs) My wife is like, stop talking. Start a podcast. Start talking, (laughs) start fucking. That's what I got to say, Brian. Um, (laughs) Come on, we need kids. Um, I decided that I wanted to revisit an old movie that I had watched, a documentary, about three teenage girls, 16, 17, 18 years old, who were running around with a much older gentleman doing actual Exorcisms. Oh. Actual exorcisms, like real-life exorcisms. Now, there are real-life exorcists.
3: Yeah, I've heard of that.
1: There are actually people that are ordained by, there are priests that are ordained by the Vatican. The church. To do actual exorcisms. There's only a few of them. There's only like six of them in the world, right? But they are really ordained to identify actual need for exorcism and then do such exorcism. And what the priests often say is, is that I'm more of a therapist than I am an exorcist. Like, my Mm -hmm. first job is to identify that this person does not have mental illness, right? Mm -hmm. And that takes a long time. Like, you can't just diagnose somebody in one conversation. Right. You have to meet with them multiple times, spend hours with them to diagnose whether or not they really just need, like, mental help, or are they actually possessed by a demon? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, right, I dated some women. I'm pretty sure possessed by right, demons. Exactly, And needed additional help.
3: Yes, uh, and needed an exorcism. Yes,
1: that's right. But these three girls are not doing that kind of exorcism. They are literally like a road show. They're going around, three attractive young ladies running around, doing exorcisms with a much older, ugly <laughs> man. It's really weird. The whole situation is weird. <laughs> sounds and two like... of them actually live with him, I think. Oh. Yeah, but he's married and he's got his own kids. And you know, it's hard to tell what's going on. But... Huh. You know, this guy is, his name is Bob something. He's a very famous exorcist. He's, his movies movie's been made about him. But now these girls are like, you know, they're like the, K, they're the K pop band of exorcists. Right. right? Okay. <laughs> okay. And so there's a documentary about them. And I thought we would take a listen to that documentary or some of it. Okay. Uh, today, Are you ready? <laughs> I like it. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, it's a movie. So it's, it's, it's an actual like documentary. It's about 45 minutes long. So I don't know that we'll get to all of it today, but you, you can hear the progression. Okay. And it's, you know, there's, there's moments that obviously you need to see, but anyway, here you go. I'll link it in the show notes.
2: Meet Bryn, Tess and Savannah. Three outdoor loving all American girls.
4: I am a black belt in karate. I love horseback riding. I also love Doctor Who, and Cheryl.
1: I love cocaine!
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and quarterbacks. <laughs> oh, and I like exorcisms too. Oh.
4: I am a native Arizonian. <laughs> I've lived here all my life, I love Arizona. I love music, I love to read. Now it's like, I need to decide I'm off to college next semester.
2: But there's more to these sweet girls. Go- I love identifying there's devils. More. <laughs> I love
1: identifying demons and ridding them. These are three all American just yeah, girls. Just and and, all-American and girls. you see a picture of them. They're just like lovely little girls, right? I mean, I'd yeah. say little girls. They're lovely teenage girls mm-hmm. that, you know, you would be like, oh, those are all American uh, chicks. They should be out there, you know, at the parties <laughs> and hanging out and right. having fun. And here they are running around with, you know, 70 year old Bob Levy <laughs> trying to, to rid the world of demons and identify. Find them in minutes, in okay. minutes, not not hours, minutes. Yes. Those in wholesome pursuits. Get up
4: from face. Get Get face. Ah! What is your the name? They're
2: exorcists. The girls are being schooled in demon slaying by Brin's father, <laughs> demon slaying. Demon slaying, <laughs> you
3: say? Is that a class in community college? <laughs> right, that's a course.
1: Can I find that at Phoenix <laughs> Phoenix University? <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> at phoenix university where you know like swooning commercials phoenix university has (laughs) this: stand up if you're a mother if you're a father if you're (laughs) you've lost the limb in iraq stand up you know stand
2: up if you're in debt thirty thousand dollars from my college right (laughs) reverend bob larson be afraid a leading exorcist who's written widely on the supernatural i am the real exorcist yeah they claim to have saved hundreds of Americans from the you devil. Put
4: it back on your head seven times greater.
2: And now the girls are heading to a city they believe to be one of the most satanic in the world, London. Yeah, because that's London. what you think of when you think of London. <laughs> right. the Satanic capital. Oh, they were going to
3: say like Salem, Massachusetts. Yeah, me too.
2: Or
1: Ibiza, or yeah. like you know, I don't know <laughs> Salem, it's Ibiza. Yeah, Ibiza, Ibiza. <laughs> Ibiza. <laughs> Or like somewhere outside of Jerusalem, or some you know weird like you know religious type something. No, it's
3: London. No, who knew
1: London? Who knew that that big eye in the sky? You know the big wheel? It's full of demons. It's it's like a big satellite dish for ghouls and goblins.
4: Spells and things that you're reading in the Harry Potter books, those aren't just something that are made up. Those are actual spells.
1: Those are actually skulls. <laughs> those are actually spells. Of she spells. says, "You know that Harry Potter book you're reading? Oh, that's yeah. not. That's not. Ac- that's not a book. Those are actual spells. Oh, okay. You know, because mm. that makes fucking sense. Right. <laughs> Remember that lady, that teacher who was running around when the Harry Potter books came around, saying that she wouldn't. She wouldn't teach devil worship in her yes. class with a... it. Sorcery. Oh my god. These, these guys. What about those Harry Potter uh, books? I, has to do with the devil? I'm not particularly know. sure. <laughs> anyway.
2: So, you made that at
4: school? Yeah. <laughs> Look at
2: me, witchcraft. No! They're hoping to spark a revival of belief in exorcism.
1: By the way, who? I want to check out the music coordinator on this particular film. I know,
4: it's not,
3: it doesn't quite matter. Go, devil, go! Yeah,
1: it doesn't matter. <laughs>
2: sounds like an Irish jig. <laughs>
4: Torment you. Well, you may smite you, and now. <laughs>
2: But is their version of exorcism really a sacred religious ritual? Or is it psychological theater? Did you even have to ask
1: that question? I mean... (laughs) Like, anybody in the audience was asking that same question. Hmm, Is this religious? Is this theater? Or is this real? It's real.
2: I'll have to watch to the end to find out. Are these girls genuinely trying to help? Or are they deluded attention seekers? And is London ready for the teenage exorcists? Oh, I'm sure that I'm sure, I'm sure that all the executives over in
1: London <laughs> are getting ready. I'm sure Mi6 they're is on the to job. Town. Yeah, they're coming to town. <laughs> Where's James Bond when you need him?
4: We're actually watching an exorcism. No, not. But have a good day. I appreciate
1: it. Okay, you're actually watching an exorcism. Really? Okay. Have, have a good day. day. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Best to you. Best to you. You're actually watching a devil come out of her uterus right now. hmm Have a good day. Yep. See you soon. <laughs> Look, this these ladies' <laughs> eyes are bleeding. There's fire coming out of her palms. Have a nice day. Have
5: a nice day. And to you, the three teenage exorcists.
2: My interest in the teenage exorcists was sparked by a piece in a British tabloid, one of dozens of stories about them from across the world. But the reports only really scratched the surface. And I knew I wanted to discover more about these three girls. I knew I wanted to date <laughs> at least two of the three women.
3: I, <laughs> I saw these, a picture of them
1: and I yeah, knew I had to learn these more. These reports have no bikini photos in them whatsoever. <laughs> so I knew I had to fly to America and see what these hot chicks were all about. <laughs> <laughs> I hear it's legal in Kansas yes. to marry your sister, <laughs> and I needed to fly to America to get I married to, to my sister. Yes. <laughs> Since it's illegal here in London,
2: I went to go meet some exorcists. <laughs> are they for real? What are they actually like? But first, I needed to see an exorcist. What are they actually like? What are they actually like? What does their hair smell like? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. What do they look like without makeup in the morning I had to find out This reporter needed to dig further <laughs> To be clear Two of these women are like 19 years old So I just want yeah. not, to I'm not suggesting That this reporter or me Has any attraction to underage girls I'm saying that you know you yes. get it? It's fucking comedy yes. Laugh about it
2: <laughs> So I set off for a public event The girls were hosting in downtown Pasadena L.A.
1: I've seen those Pasadena witches, (laughs) they're a
2: whole other breed. In accordance with their particular Christian beliefs, Reverend Larson and the three teenage exorcists believe in the existence of the devil, Satan, an angel who rebelled against God and was cast out of heaven.
4: Satan reformed against God. His pride became incredibly inflamed and he thought he could be better than God. So because of that, God cast him out of heaven. And one-third of the angels went with him. And so that angel was Lucifer, and he became Satan. And the one-third of the angels that were cast out of heaven with him became demons. Sounds
1: like a, hmm. uh, that's, that, that math problem is way too complicated to keep <laughs> yeah. up with. I didn't know there was math involved in the Bible. By the way, have you seen the, the show Midnight Mass on Netflix? No. Speaking of the Lucifer and, and, and the angel of death and all this other stuff. No, have Watch but I've Midnight heard. Heard. Mass. I'll stop to say this. Watch Midnight Mass if just for the absolute show-stopping acting that goes on by the priest, the guy who plays the priest yes, in this movie. I've heard of this. I do not like the horror genre. I'm not interested in horror movies. Yeah. Just like I'm not interested in dressing up for Halloween. I'm not interested in Halloween movies. I'm not interested in horror. It's not just not something I enjoy. It's not that it scares yeah. me. I just don't like it. It's not my thing. I was spellbound by this really? horror, mo- okay, horror I must, series. I
3: must watch it now.
1: Mainly because of the acting that goes on in the show. And I think everyone who's seen it would agree, and all the critics agree, you have to watch this guy who plays the priest in the show. He is mesmerizing.
5: Welcome to my daughter Bryn and her dear friends Tess and Savannah.
2: According to them, these demons, which have names like Jezebel or Abaddon, can attack or even possess... Did you say Abadeva? Uh, Abaddon? Abba. Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) These devils that have names like Insync and Abba...
2: (laughs) Taking root inside them and causing problems like depression or addiction, or just stopping people from leading functional lives.
1: When a devil takes oh, root inside no. of me, I
2: use my Squatty Potty at <laughs> SquattyPotty.com
1: <right>. <laughs> slash break slash DCV, sorry.
4: A demon can't just come into anybody whenever it chooses to. God doesn't allow that. What happens is when someone sins or does something or something's done to them that allows the demon to come into them, that's called the legal right or the reason that it's there.
2: Exorcism is supposedly the casting out of these demons.
4: Hi everyone, it's great to be here. We're really looking forward to tonight, getting to meet some of you, and hopefully kicking some demon butt. <laughs> We're
5: going to go into battle against the forces of darkness tonight.
2: Exorcism has a long history.
5: We're well, kicking demon butt.
1: We're going to go in
2: there and kick some
1: demon ass. <laughs> Listen, the devil can't go inside you just whenever it pleases. That's not how it works. Them they are them, they're not the rules. Now, I have, I have a copy of the rules right here. And it says, you need to sin... <laughs> You need to be within 30 days of your last menstruation, <laughs> or you had to have a wet dream, men, and then the devil can come inside That's of you and right. we're here to cast it the out. Portal. So if anybody sinned, had a wet dream, or has menstruated in the last 30 days, please raise your hand. <laughs> now we're going to go and kick some
2: demon in the ass. Here we go. Reverend Larson believes that 2,000 years ago, Jesus told his disciples to go forth and cast out Demons.
4: I mean, one third of Jesus's ministry was exorcisms, which you don't really hear about in any other church.
1: Want you to think about the wait. When was one third of Jesus's ministries casting out devils? Do you remember that in the Bible? I don't don't
3: remember that part. Have you ever
1: read the Bible? (laughs) I've read parts of. it. Okay, I've read the Bible because I went to Catholic school. Mm -hmm. I I don't remember that part. I don't remember where Jesus was running around doing exorcisms. Could be wrong. Please, you know, I'm sure. I'm sure if you're (laughs) religious, you'll let me know. But uh, you know, call us up.
5: Worst thing that ever happened in your life. For some of you, that means going back a long time. The incest,
2: molestation, violent beatings. Apparently, the first stage of an exorcism is to provoke the demons to come to the surface, what exorcists call manifesting. Start that journey to face it tonight, to deal with it.
1: I'm going to play Gangnam (laughs) Style over and over and over again. (laughs) We're now going to watch Grease 2 from beginning to end <laughs> six times, and I'm going to provoke the demons to come out. No food, no water, Grease 2. Here we go.
5: And if all you need is good counseling, get it. But if there's a demon attached to it, let's get that demon out.
1: <laughs> How do you,
5: you know? Guys get on do your feet it. And Get ready to help me out too, please. <laughs> I resist you by the blood of Christ, Satan.
3: You can't her.
5: Oh.
1: <laughs> I <don't>. <laughs> <laughs> Lady sounds hungover.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Get me a Coke. Is that what she yeah. said?
1: Get <laughs> me a moon pie! <laughs> <laughs> I haven't eaten since breakfast! <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my God, that lady sounds rough. Wow. Torment you. It's her! Torment you. I torment you! The exorcist. She's nothing like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> as a, as a uh, pagan uh, horse. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Get me a Twinkie and a Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I torment you. It's nice to meet you also. <laughs> <laughs> what
2: the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Let's believe that when a demon appears, they must find out its name. And what reason the demon? Ha- its name, its social security number, blood. But-
3: <laughs> is there an app for that?
2: Yeah, there's an app for that. Uh, can, can I the- <laughs> can
3: I dial it in
1: before I come? <laughs> Just wondering. I want to save some time. <laughs> download to- download the exorcism app.
3: It's like that one app yeah. that we downloaded the oh I Death's know
1: daughter. yeah the ghost hunter which uh, which was highly disturbing yes. by the way yeah <laughs> has to inhabit its victim. Who are you? Who are you? My name is Janice. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Janice! You're keeping me from the bachelorette.
3: Jezebel!
1: <laughs> Jezebel. I love
3: Jezebel. the music, though.
1: <laughs> I think that's actually being played on stage. <laughs> Jezebel! Jezebel!
0: Play us a tune!
1: <laughs> nice try. I don't respond well to music. Turn off the elevator music! Ah.
2: Woman, Marlin believes she is possessed by a demon called Jezebel. Hmm. Marlin. Okay. Sounds perfectly <laughs> rational. <laughs> Look. Okay, hang on to her.
5: Look, it's, it's okay. Now, now what I need you to do, Marlin, is, is get out of the way. I'm going to let the girls work with you. I'm going to let Bryn start this.
4: Okay. Get up, Jezebel, and face uh. me. <laughs> Open your eyes and look at me. Get up, Holy Spirit. How did you get there? Get up. How'd you get there? I walked.
1: <laughs> I called an Uber, but it didn't answer. <laughs> I had to walk. <laughs> Why do you think I'm so angry? <laughs>
3: Oh my God! There, wow. no,
1: there are no taxis in this town.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I need you to get out of the way. They <laughs> have Bryn, the pretty one. She's the pretty one in the singing in the group. <laughs> Charlie's the edgy one, <laughs> and Danielle's the kind of frumpy, <laughs> frumpy but smart one.
4: take the sword of the spirit, and I pierce you through. You must answer me. Answer me, spirit. Blood sacrifice? What kind of blood sacrifice? Answer me. What? Child, child sacrifice?
2: Apparently, the demon claims its reason for possessing Marla <laughs> is a child sacrifice performed by one of her ancestors hundreds of years ago.
4: Demons are entirely evil. They are violent, they are cruel, and there is nothing redeemable about them. There's nothing good in a demon. Because they know we're going to kick them out. Say so we go. We go. Now. Now. Two. <laughs> I mean. I
1: like they're talking about Ted Cruz. If you ask me, I don't know.
4: <laughs> the. Get up fully. I want Jezebel. I want Jezebel. I have to say my special skill is probably the enforcer or the lead exorcist.
1: <laughs> my, my special skill. <laughs> do you guys do you guys have trading cards right. <laughs> I've performed 13 exorcists I'm 12 for third I'm 12 for one I'm the lead enforcer lead enforcer what are you doing? <laughs> This is all such horse shit.
3: Saying it with authority? Yeah,
1: such horse shit. Yeah. I mean, if you put a room of 200 people together, someone's going to be off kilter. I mean, yes, they are. in 2021, if you put a room of 10 people together, three of them are going to be ready <laughs> right. to explode at any moment for any reason, yes. right? And you just suggest to them that this is going on, and all of a sudden, they're going to play the part. Mm-hmm. But my personal opinion is this is a plant. Like, this mm-hmm. is someone in the audience. They planted in there to do this so that everybody else gets all wound up. Like, oh my God, ah, this is really happening, true. right? Ah, they do that all the time. Yeah, I mean, do you think those people that go walk up on stage and get like hit in the forehead by Benny Hinn and fall backwards and, you know, he waves his hand and like the first four rows of the crowd go back? You know what I'm talking about? The preacher Benny Hinn.
3: Yes. Yes. All that
1: stuff is plants because Uh. they've talked to many, many, many people who have real diseases, problems, paraplegics, people that have, you know, muscular dystrophy, all this other stuff that have been there for his healing. And when the ushers come around to pick people, they do not pick the people who have actual problems. They pick the people who have problems that you can't see, right? Okay. Oh, I'm a little bit blind in my left eye, uh-huh. right? They And then they also have a test to see if they're suggestive or not. Are they into the... So this is just a plan. It's like they just pay this guy, tw- they pay this lady 20 bucks to, you know, go and talk in a weird Page voice. Jezebel. Of course! Please. <laughs> demons. Exercising demons. Hocus Pocus Alamogocus.
4: I can take on those demons.
2: Finally, Bryn commands the demon to return to the pit of hell.
4: <laughs> Save that. <laughs>
2: Finally,
1: Brynn asked the demon to kindly leave and go back to the pit of hell. And now Brynn and I can go on a, can go on a one in one interview. That includes dinner at Marlowe's and a movie, maybe later on.
2: Pit,
4: pit. all the way out, all the way, way out.
2: out. Abaddon, come out,
4: Jezebel, Jezebel, Abaddon must come out.
2: The whole exorcism was harrowing. The girls said they were provoking demons. But weren't they provoking Marlon?
4: I anoint you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy
2: Spirit. This event was free to attend, but Reverend Lawson has other ways of covering his costs. <laughs> <laughs> he sells merch. Right.
1: <laughs> I was there. You can
5: buy a cross. I know.
1: That's it. Like, it's just,
5: oh. How many of you have my latest book, Demon Proofing
1: book. My latest book. book <laughs> How many of you have the latest in Exorcism Hotties? Exorcist Hotties, the July edition. This book, which
5: sells for $16, I want to make it available for just $10
1: tonight.
5: Curse Breaking DVD, which is 10 hours of training about how to break curses. This is a two-hour series called Victory Over Satan, Twenty. Most dynamic exorcisms all on one DVD.
2: Woo, sign me
3: up. Now we're talking. (laughs) Now we're talking.
1: Can I get all of those for $6? (laughs) Can I get all of those for (laughs) $1.50? Probably. Yep.
5: These are $50 each. First come, first serve. I'll let you have them two for one.
1: Ha. Everybody here. Let's, let's, let's. Bogo. Let me, let me. I want to, I want to do a little research here. Ready? Okay. Yes, Bob Larson's books uh, on eBay. Mm-hmm. Let's see how much they are. Yep, let's look and see. Uh, the his most current book, Larson's Book of Cults, is available on <laughs> eBay for two dollars and seventeen cents. There you go.
5: Tonight, who could share a <laughs> gift of at least a hundred dollars? I want you to have one of these special crosses. You need this. cross. I knew
1: there was a cross. i you,
5: yeah. Satan's got one of these hanging in hell.
1: Because <laughs> that's what Satan does. <laughs> he puts crosses all around. What? Uh, I thought this we was to like drive him away, isn't it? Yeah. I don't think Bob's sticking to the script here.
3: <laughs> I knew there was a cross.
1: Uh, yeah, of course there is. How much do you think that he bought those wooden crosses
2: on Amazon for a dollar fifty from China?
5: Yeah.
1: And he's warning every demon to run if he sees it.
2: As I watched the girls deal with the flurry of transactions, they reminded me of a magician's glamorous assistants. It made me wonder how three young girls who like horse riding and Sherlock Holmes got into all this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was on the chicken farm one day, and up came this creepy old man. He said it. I like the way... I like the cut of your jib, yeah. young lady. What do you say you come with me and do some exorcisms? <laughs> and I figured, well, yep. I, if all Mine I got as is, well, yeah, that, I'm just going to milk the cows anyway. Might yeah. <laughs> as well get on the road and do some exorcisms.
2: The Sonora Desert in Arizona. It's cowboy country oh. and home to the teenage exorcists
4: been one of those horse crazy girls my whole life. So, did I, you teach
2: the other girls, or did they learn?
4: I taught them. Pretty much all of my friends at one point or another have been forced to ride with me. Some like it, some don't. <laughs> yeah,
2: I taught them how to do
1: exorc- <laughs> exorcisms on the horses. <laughs> I tried that first. <laughs> they tried.
2: That's right. We gotta get the take the devil out, and then we ride them. Okay. As Reverend Lawson's daughter. 18-year-old Bryn has been around exorcism her whole life.
4: Ever since I can remember, Dad's been helping people through exorcism and deliverance. I always remember sitting there watching somebody getting a demon cast out of them.
1: What do you do when your dad's an exorcist like this? I mean, do you, like, what do you do? Yeah, I guess you, might you really don't it, have any other choice. Yeah, yeah. You
3: think maybe everybody else's dad does it too? That's or right. Something. But when
1: you think when Brynn goes to sleep at night, she realizes her dad is just a hustler running around, <laughs> like, like telling, <laughs> suggesting that people get that. Even...
3: I think she'll figure it
1: out. What a weird world to live in when yeah. your whole life is just like surrounded by you know iconology of you know. Exorcisms and crucifixes and yeah. all that stuff. Poor Bryn. I know somebody needs to do a welfare check on yes, her. She does. <laughs> seriously.
4: Oh. We were in Africa and we were at this church with about three thousand people. And Dad had somebody up on stage and he was working with them. And it was a young man who had a voodoo demon. And I'm sitting there in the audience, about thirteen years old. And Dad suddenly stops, and turns, and look at, looks at me and says, Bryn. Come on up here. Why don't you help Young cast this thing out? So. <laughs> no, hey, Dad. Dad.
1: <laughs> Leave me out of your shit, Dad. I told you, you're embarrassing me. I don't want the kids at school to know what you do. <laughs> come on, Bryn. Hey, Bryn. Come on up here. Do some exorcisms <laughs> yeah, with me. Jump Exercise in. your exorcisms.
3: <laughs> jump, jump right, right in. in.
1: Look at this devil. <laughs> yeah. Look at this devil with his <laughs> with his horns and his teeth. <laughs> He's mar- on a murderous rampage. Come on up here, Bryn. Yeah. Give him a hug. <laughs> Tell him everything's going to be okay.
4: My first exorcism was on a stage in front of three thousand people. It was very nerve wracking, but I did it.
2: For the girls, Jesus is a constant presence in their lives.
4: Heavenly Father, thank you for these horses. We bind the spirits to fight here.
1: Heavenly Father, thank you for these horses. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Can you imagine? (laughs) Heavenly Father, thank you for this Uber app. (laughs) Heavenly Father, thank you for this Uber that showed up. Heavenly Father, (laughs) thank you for this squatty potty I'm putting my legs on. (laughs) Heavenly Father, please drive away the exorcism (laughs) from my bowels. (laughs) (laughs) What a load of shit. No pun intended.
4: Your anxiety, rebellion, spook, black, weird... Ask you, God, to protect us on our ride today. Keep us safe from all snakes, ATVers, bicyclists, pedestrians, horses.
1: Bush, what? Bushes, <laughs> rocks, water, mountains, landslides, earthquakes. Wow. L- lava explosions. <laughs> Falling meteors. You
3: actually have to to name it. That's right.
1: (laughs) Instagram trolls.
4: Just just give us a nice, safe ride, Lord. Please bless this ride and keep all of us safe. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
2: Sisters Tess and Savannah Schurkenbach have known the Lawson family for going on eight years. They met whilst training for a very earthly form of combat. Karate, and of course, they're all black belts. Of course, you got to kick that demon's
1: ass. Yeah, you got to. Ready? Belt. Here's the thing: no one seems to be particularly afraid of all of these demons. Like, what can they do? Like, 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 hmm. yeah, oh well, get them out. Get them out. Come on, they seem very friendly (laughs) with them. (laughs) I cast you back to hell. Where do I not want to go? I don't know. I guess we're at a standstill here. <laughs> Listen, why don't we... Everybody take a an nap, and we'll try again later. Yeah. What do you say we go get lunch? We'll talk it over. I'll come back in a couple hours. We'll see how it works out. Yeah. Fine with me! <laughs> Can we go to Houston's? They have a great French tip. They do. Sure. Houston sounds fine.
4: Uh, felt uh, belt, out. Three. The first time I met Bryn, we were actually in a karate class. Three. We just really hit Three. it off. Four. I don't know what happens, but somehow you bond when you're punching one another and throwing knees. Yeah. We were working out together, oh, yeah. learning how to fight, and how to defend ourselves and defend others. And that training actually came into our spiritual training later on because we have this warrior mentality. Did
1: they say voyeur or warrior? <laughs> warrior. Right? they said, voyeur. <laughs> they might have voyeur too. <laughs> hey, you never know. <laughs> So I just, nothing like becoming friends when you're kicking the shit out of each other.
3: Yeah, they're
1: bonding.
4: Now we can defend ourselves physically, but we can also fight the spiritual battle that's being waged every day.
2: (laughs) The girl's mentor, Reverend Larson, works from a small office in his hometown of Scottsdale. He claims to have conducted more than fifteen thousand exorcisms oh, in a pretty boy. colorful career. Oh
1: my god!
5: My trajectory was high school athlete, rock and roll musician, uh, university student, uh, planned on a medical career,
1: motivated. Thirty-three Willie drummer. <laughs> <laughs> Exorcism. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's, that's that's, a that's, it's
3: a natural progression. <laughs>
5: that's right. Speaker, uh, writer, radio talk show host, and along the way, demons.
3: <laughs> there <laughs> were some you. demons yeah. in the radio <laughs> <laughs> that's industry
1: That's right. Oh, you got that right. Oh, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> I can give you names if you want them. <laughs> I can see where I think maybe of a, that yeah, went. I think of a couple in particular, demons. but uh, you know, th- y- why not? Why not pick up exorcisms? Yeah, I figured you know, <laughs> lots of demons out there. They need exercise and Why? Why don't I? <laughs> oh, that's not what that means. Oh well, <laughs> I gotten it wrong. I said I exorcised fifteen thousand demons, not exorcisms. <laughs> How do you say that? Exorcisms. 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 <laughs> exorcisms. <laughs> Ah, exorcisms to many demons. (laughs) Just put an ED on the end. It works.
5: Yep. They just just kept showing up wherever I went, and it became inescapable.
1: Did you ever think it was you, Bob? (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever think that the demons kept showing up? Maybe it was you. (laughs) You know how they say, if all your exes are crazy, maybe you look in the mirror.
2: Yeah. Yeah. For almost 20 years, Reverend Larson hosted his own radio show, Railing against the influence of Satan in popular culture, he claims the fame put him in contact with some influential people.
1: Who got up there on the wall, Mister? Who, Doctor Phil? <laughs> right, <laughs> Oh, man! Right. Yeah. Influential people.
5: Um, this Bren in my arms as Barbara Bush, George Senior as President Ford. We celebrated Christmas with him that year. And uh,
1: that, of course, is celebrated Christmas of President <laughs>
2: Ford, <laughs> who who got exercised there. <laughs> <All these pictures. laughs> um, um, how come you met Margaret Thatcher?
1: Does anybody Margaret even remember Thatcher. Harold Gerald Ford, Harold Ford, Harrison Ford, <laughs> Harrison Ford when he was president? Does anybody remember that? <laughs> I think Harrison Ford was like sixty when Gerald Ford was president. <laughs> yeah. She was just
5: one of my heroes. And a friend of mine arranged for us to have a private dinner. Just an incredible woman. I mean, just
1: no nonsense. Usually when people see these... Margaret Thatcher. You would think she would kind (laughs) of suss out that bullshit. She'd be like, I have not.
3: She was known as a really
1: smart, no-nonsense kind of woman. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't she the first female prime minister of the UK? Mm -hmm. I think so.
5: Pictures, they want to know which ones... Had an exorcism. <laughs> okay, guys, let's uh, go down and do a little training.
2: Today, Reverend Lawson is holding one of his regular training sessions with the girls. Oh, you got to train for that shit?
3: Uh, Man, yeah, that sounds you you like... You got to uh, keep your sh- skills sharp. You know, I hate
1: anything where there's training involved. You know, <laughs> you <laughs> you gotta
3: you know what i You got to get at least 10 hours a month. <laughs> I,
1: <gotta admit laughs> I got to admit something here. I hate anything where you got to practice <laughs> like too much. That's why I like this podcast. You just come in and talk. You yeah. know, you don't practice. There's not yeah. too much practicing about it. But I hate anything. You know, this sounds very boring. You got to train and practice. And can't I just exercise? Can't I, I just how go they and, practice I don't, I don't, on each other? I guess I'm not sure. <laughs> they have a dummy.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm picturing like this crash test dummy know,
1: with two horns on it. <laughs> come on out, Beelzebub! Come on out! Go back to the pits of hell.
5: In terms of just being able to perform an exorcism, do they essentially know what to do? Yeah, they probably know 90% of everything that they would need to know, and 90% more than any other priest or pastor that I know. But they still need to know some of the finer points, particularly in the psychological realm.
1: Yeah, in the psychological realm, learning how to fucking make people go... Yeah. Learning how to psychologically... Manipulate human beings. That's what you mean, Dr. Bob Larson. I don't think you're a doctor. I don't know why I said Dr. Bob Larson. (laughs) i I'm not sure. He was a radio host (laughs) and a rock and roll musician. Which band were you in? I was in Sunlight Hair, a band in the summer of love.
2: (laughs) Some of the mind games that did Demas play. Isn't there some danger in teaching... Teenage girls to battle evil.
5: We think it's okay to train teenagers. <laughs> we think we it's okay. Think, we I haven't
1: mean, done any testing. They seem okay. We're waiting for the MRIs I to like come They like horses. Back. Yeah, they're okay. Look <laughs> at them. They're perfectly well adjusted. <laughs> Get out of my head! <laughs> I'd like to thank you, Lord, for this wall. <laughs> Please keep us safe from ants and beetles and roaches and this wall falling down and things that like going on fire. Oh, my God, I'm going crazy.
5: Teenagers to... Get drunk and have sex. Oh, but to do moral things for God. Oh, let's not train them to do that.
1: Oh, okay, well, I, ta- I take yeah. a little umbrage with that, well, that's Bob a little different. Yeah, that's a little different. <laughs> Hold on, I don't know if you're training anybody to do anything moral <laughs> by teaching them how to fake talk to fake demons. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Makes no sense to me whatsoever. Um, okay, God, I you know sometimes. We run out of time so quickly, Chrissy, and all I want to do is just keep on going, and then we're done. Well, well, I guess that keeps them coming back.
3: I was gonna say maybe we could do a follow-up story to okay. see where, like, where are they now?
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, there's. Uh, I want to talk what. Well, I want you to hear when they go to London because then things really get kind of crazy, oh, they right? Heat when up. They, yeah, they heat up when <laughs> things get crazy. Pun but intended. we'll talk about it at a different show. You'll have to stay tuned. TCBpodcast.com is where you go to find out more information about Chrissy and I. Read all the show notes. All the video and audio is right there at TCBpodcast.com. And if you want your collectible TCB sticker, go to TCB.com and click on the button. I want my sticker. 661 best to yo that's 661 the word best, best the number two you. yo 661-237-8296 six, six, text us and leave us a message we want to hear from you and uh you may be on a future episode okay what else can I say today
3: I think that's all okay I think that's it
1: too go Braves go Braves win the series yes if you're listening to this many years in the future and the Braves have already won the series <laughs> call me tell yes. me Call Bob Larson. <laughs> we'll get in touch with each other. We'll figure it out. And so, without further ado, I must say that I love you. I love you. And best to you. Best to you. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, this is The Commercial Break. Saying Bye. Bye. The
2: Commercial Break. New episodes on Tuesdays and now Fridays. New YouTube clips drop daily at youtube.com slash Break. Visit tcbpodcast.com for access to our entire media library. Follow us at the Commercial Break on Instagram. Each episode is written and produced by Brian Green, co-hosted by Chrissy Hoadley, with additional content provided by Tina Carnot.